This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is your Sunday annual video assortment series of reviews. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. This is the 35th instalment of the Arrow video assortment. The first one we've done in a little while because of summer series and screeners etc etc. But basically what we do here is we pick a title at random from my extensive Arrow video collection and run a little review on it on this 35th version of this particular series, we are taking a look at Dave Made a Maze. This one came out a couple of years ago via Arrow and it was a first time watch for me. My review for the movie will be coming up after the first break. Before we get to that, it has been a tremendously stressful week making sure that you guys got all the content that you did. I like to kind of pile things on towards the end of September and yeah we've closed out the summer series in spectacular fashion. Monday through Thursday you got four epic rim table episodes. On Friday we kicked off Bazoween because it's now October time ladies and gents and we kicked that off with a cracking first episode. Yesterday you got a special interview where I sat down with Jack Evans who is the founder of Unusual Horror which is a UK based horror and metal clothing brand. He is a bloody nice bloke. Please listen to that and if you are so inclined, buy some merch from the man because his stuff is the tits. And then today, closing out the week with Dave Madeways as part of the Arrow Video Assortment. There is a brand new Bazoween dropping tomorrow. It's episode number two in the five-part series. We are looking at Let the Right One In from 2008 and of course doubling up with Final Destination 2. It's a long one. It's over three hours and it is absolutely fucking hilarious. So you will, I guarantee you will at least smile during listening. If not, piss your pants with laughter. Now, Teapot's Collective has been kind of neglected and mistreated pretty much the entire month of September and as a result I'll be pulling in a huge amount of work to get that back on track in October. The plan is that all the shows will be back to their regular scheduling by the end of the month which means you'll be getting two where to begin with episodes one dropping early next week and then one dropping at the end of the month you'll be getting two opera omnias and two doing the nasties so yeah it's going to be pretty full-on but i think we can do it if you bear with me so that is the plans that is what is happening october for podcast under the stairs is just hella busy there's no getting around it you're gonna get screener reviews you're going to get all the usual stuff the 88 film stuff that we do the arrow stuff that we do you're going to get bazaween episodes you're going to get recaps of my 31 of october as well as our russian roulette franchise retro that i'm hoping to drop on halloween which will cover every single halloween movie with a different guest host including baz 
kicking off the final two Halloween movies. That's right, he's going to review the reboot Halloween from 2018 and Halloween Kills because those are the only two we never covered under Bass v Horror. All the other movies will be joined um, by a random podcast host and we're going to have that out in one massively long episode for you to binge basically post-Halloween when you just want to recapture that Halloween magic. So yeah, tons of stuff coming your way in October. So let's take a short break just now. You're going to hear promos for shows that I love. You're going to hear the trailer for Dave Made a Maze. When I return, we'll be discussing that movie, the 35th episode of my Arrow video assortment. Coming right up right after this. This is Michael Caine, award-winning film actor. You might know from such cinematic achievements as A Muppet's Christmas Carol and Jaws for the Revenge, where I played a character named after a fucking sandwich. I approve of the following promotional message. Do you like movies? Well, of course you do, you silly twit. You're listening to a movie podcast right now. Do you like podcasts about movies? I mean, if you're listening to this, your life is empty and without direction. So of course you do. Why not continue the spiral downwards with... They must be destroyed on sight! Yet another semi-regular podcast about film that will occupy some of that empty space in your soul. We cover every genre, but focus on a lot of obscure and cult films with a leaning towards exploitation. If you want a podcast that's going to talk about a silent film from the 1920s one week and a sleazy biker film from the the 1960s the next and then back to something like singing in the rain the next episode they must be destroyed on sight maybe for you so tune in and join regular hosts lee russell daniel hopper paul romani and lee hardy as well as the odd guest host at tmbdos.podbean.com thank you drive through What is this? I built a labyrinth. Have you been working on this all weekend? Um, I'm lost. It's cardboard. I know, but it's much bigger on the inside. I'm going into the maze. No! I don't want you to get lost. Okay, just ignore me. Do what you're doing. Put some music over this. It'll be a montage. It'll be awesome. Can we go in the maze now? Let's go. Go! Go, 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 go. It is big. <laughs> this place is huge. Okay, I think we're good. Oh. I can explain it. I can explain everything. No, I can't. Instead of trying to defeat the maze, we've got to complete the maze. We're not just doing that because it rhymes. Well, then how about instead of trying to diminish it, you guys help me finish it. Oh! Yes! Yes! He's back. 
welcome back ladies and gents who just heard the trailer for Dave Made a Maze. This is our 35th episode. I know, can you believe it? Of the Arrow video assortment. I originally put in here as a way to get around the, how do how do we say this, the the fact I was hating life doing the Slasher Classic Collection from 88 Films. I was like, let's balance this out and it feels weird that that Slasher Classics Collection is now kind of stopping. And we're still doing these as a way to make me happy. Um, according to the Arrow video website, it says, Meet Dave. Dave is stuck in a maze. A maze he made out of cardboard in his living room. While his girlfriend Annie is out of town, Dave decides to build a fort in his living room from cardboard boxes, only to become trapped in a world he himself created. It's up to Annie and an oddball group of friends to rescue him, avoiding booby traps, giant human-eating tiki faces, a bloodthirsty minotaur and a fatefully painful puns all along the way. As homage to fantasy adventure films from the 1980s, Dave Made a Maze features incredible and imaginative production design that will literally take you out of this world and into the chaotic and creative mind of debut director Bill Watterson. Dubbed by Variety as an homage to Labyrinth for adults, this critically acclaimed indie offers a modern comedic edge and an even higher body count. Come and enter Dave's maze, but be wary of finding your way back out. The disc details are a high definition Blu-ray 1080p presentation, 5.1 DTS HD master audio and compressed stereo PCM, optional English subtitles for the deaf and hard of hearing, feature length audio commentary with the writer-director Bill Watterson and co-writer Stephen Sears, a making of documentary, deleted in alternate scenes with optional audio commentary by Watterson. The worst fundraising pitch video ever. Story and concept galleries, an exclusive UK theatrical trailer, US theatrical trailers, original theatrical trailer and a reversible sleeve featuring two artwork choices. In the first pressing of this Blu-ray, you would get the illustrated collector's booklet featuring new writing on the film by author and critic Anton Battelle. So yeah, that is that's uh, that's where we are um, in terms of the actual product details itself. Um, runtime is an hour and twenty one minutes. Uh, aspect ratio is two point zero point one. We have main language of English. Um, this is directed by Bill Watson. The actors in here are Nick Thune, Mera Rohit Kunabha, Kunhabi, uh, Kirsten Van. Bangsness, I think I should pronounce that, Stephanie Aline, James Urbanaki, and John Hennigan. There is English SDH on this one, and the movie was actually released in 2017, and this is region locked to region B. So like I say, this is a first time watch for me. To be honest, it gets really good press from the community, maybe not necessarily the horror community, but those that do the festivals. I have a lot of friends that go out and do film festivals religiously every year and Dave Made a Maze did that for a while. I did the whole kind of the festival circuit and like I say it was kind of universal praise for it in terms of its scope, its imagination versus its budget and I'll be honest with you I was kind of blown away by this movie. I think this is one of those rare examples of someone's idea and scope not being limited by their budget, but if anything, that ingenuity, embracing the idea of what can be made and then delivering on it. 
weirdly this movie would double bill with We Are The Flesh which is a, it's a South American movie which is a giant orgy and it's very very disgusting and there's rape and incest and all the rest in that movie but the set design is primarily this kind of paper mache sort of cardboard womb so to speak and it kept reminding me of that which is a gnarly thing to say because this movie doesn't have any of that in it but it was more the kind of idea of as filmmakers we won't be we won't have our hands tied because we don't have the budget of a, like a larger studio or like Blumhouse or something like that in comparison if anything what we'll do is we'll lean into the fact that this is cardboard and we'll just use it for set design and the ways you use it are absolutely brilliant I mean there's tons of nods and homages to other things you've seen uh, giant tiki head obviously reminds me of the, the, the ludicrous nature of a movie like Zardoz the Minotaur obviously reminds me of Time Bandits which I'm sure that is, Time Bandits is another one that would pair really, really well with this movie. Um, but Time Bandits in there a bit as well. Uh, our main character Dave um, has to fashion a hand out of um, <laughs> he has to fashion a hand out of cardboard, which made me think of Army of Darkness. Um, so you know, I'm just I was getting all those waves of the big kind of 80s and very early 90s kind of fantasy movies, kind of a la Ter- Terry Gillingham via like a Sam Raimi um, and it has a bit of that in there there's also kind of waves of like they mentioned Labyrinth although I think that's a fairly lazy comparison um, but I was also thinking of another Gillingham film maybe something like The Adventures of Bar Munchausen there's a bit of that in there as well of the fantastical nature of it this movie has like great actors though like everyone is a quirky comedic character and they all have their own personalities that really 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 worked with me along with a very very crisp very tight script and at times reminded me a little bit of um, the stuff like Edgar Wright was doing in Spaced uh, before like they made the transition over to things like Shaun of the Dead which once, once again the kind of dialogue being the way it is with the in-jokes and the recurring themes is an easy comparison to make the effects are brilliant in this movie the idea that we're not going to use blood in the cardboard world instead what we're going to use is essentially silly string and confetti is a fucking masterstroke and it works so so well um the the individual sets every room kind of almost like cube uh, the vincenzo natality movie it kind of every room felt different um and it just kept upping the inventive and playful nature of it all the way through it. This movie's an hour and 20 minutes and it never feels like it drops the ball. It continues moving at pace and it's just thoroughly enjoyable. Like I say, I thought the acting choices were brilliant. The idea of this kind of being a, a documentary um, in the way that you would usually get something like a found footage element, but they've, they've kind of indoctrinated it into the, the concepts in the movie works really, really, really fucking well. And you get deaths. Like, there is actual stakes in this movie. Characters die in this movie that don't make the end credits. Very much like you used to get in the 80s where movies had danger. Like, characters did die. Um, Once again, you go back and check out something like Time Bandits. Characters die. Some of those, like, some of the, the actors, the actual bandits themselves, don't make it through to the very end of that movie, which is pretty soul destroying, but that's just the way it is. I, I, there's, there was a part in cinema where 
Like, even as a kid, like, characters died in movies and you just have to deal with it. Like, just think of Artax the horse in Neverending Story. It traumatised us all as kids, but there's a part of that and it's kind of been, sadly, washed out of cinema altogether for kids and they don't really get that. And the fact they're saying this is made for adults, there isn't really necessarily, even from a language point of view, it does get a bit blue in some parts, but from a language point of view, it's, you know, no different than, like, a kid would see at a 12 certificate. And I actually think you could get... I, I, surprisingly, I think I could sit down with my seven-year-old in, like, one or two years' time and watch Dave Made Maze and not feel guilty for showing her it and also at the same time feeling that she'd really enjoy it. And it worked for me as well. And I think there are, those movies are few and far between. I thought this movie was great. Um, I don't, like it gets a four point five for me on the the Netflix scale. Uh, you know, it sits just I'm just a little bit short of I loved it, but that's because I've only watched it for the first time. And there's a very very good chance that you know on a future watch it goes right up. As for the kind of special features on the disc here, kind of turned on and off the audio commentary and it sounded really really fun um, Watson's obviously got like some imagination and like in the you know, 10 minutes or so collective audio that I heard it really really sounded like you were getting an animated um, kind of audio commentary but the rest of the, the features although this is not stacked by any stretch of the imagination are really cool uh, the fundraising pitch video is hilarious uh, it was cool going through the storyboard and concept gallery to see how, how that actually made its way to the screen and then the various theatrical trailers. The making of documentaries fun as well because you do get to see how things are done um, at that sort of level and the planning that goes into it. This is a great disc. If you don't own it, you should own it. It's like guaranteed fun. This is a yeah, you don't need to have your brain switched on. You can sit down and just enjoy it sort of movie. So yeah, Dave Made a Maze gets a stonking 4.5 from this guy. I'm going to take a very short break. When I come back, I am going to be closing out the show and letting you know what we're doing in a couple of weeks' time on the Arrow video assortment. Oh, that is right. We're going to be doing that right after this. You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. you've been listening to the podcast under the stairs this has been your sunday arrow video assortment series of reviews ladies and gents with episode number 35 focusing on dave made a maze in a couple of weeks time we'll be sitting down and doing number 36 in the collection which is zombie for sale um, this one according to the arrow video website is an infectious slice of modern korean cinema where train to busan the quiet family and warm bodies collide to create a memorable rom-zom-com from the first-time director Lee Min-jae. When the illegal human experiments of Korea's biggest pharmaceutical company go wrong, one of their undead test subjects escapes and ends up in a shabby gas station owned by the Park family, a band of misfits spanning three generations who hustle passers-by to make ends meet. When the Park family uncover their undead visitor, he bites the head of the household, who instead of transforming into an undead ghoul, becomes revitalised and full of life. The family then hatch a plan to exploit this unexpected fountain of youth, allowing locals to pay to be bitten too, until things go wrong. 
with a cabot-munching zombie who prefers ketchup over blood and a dysfunctional family that gives the Kim family of Parasite a run for their money, Zombie for Sale will warm the deadest of hearts and breathe some new life into the zombie genre. Uh, this one comes with a 1080p presentation and a high-definition Blu-ray and the original uncompressed stereo and 5.1 DTS HDMI options, newly translated English subtitles, brand new audio commentary with the filmmakers and critics Sam Ashurst and Dan Martin, a QA with director Lee Min Jae from the 2019 screening at Asian Pop-Up Cinema in Chicago, moderated by the film critic author Darcy Paquette, Eat Together, Kill Together, The Family in Peril Comedy. Brand new video essay by critic and producer Pierce Conran exploring Korea's unique social satires. A making of featurette, behind the scenes footage, original trailer, a reversible sleeve featuring original and newly commissioned artwork by Mike Lee Graham, and in the first pressing only, a collector's booklet featuring new writings by Josh Harado. Um, in terms of the actual disc itself, the runtime is just under the two hour mark. The main language is Korean, however you do have English subtitles. This particular release is region locked to the UK um, and the director is Lee Min Jae, actors Jae Ji Yong, Jun Ga Ram and Kim Nam Jil. So there we go, that's where we're going in a couple of weeks time, Zombie for Sale. There's a multitude of ways to check out podcasts and so wherever you listen to us, hit subscribe. That way you get the shows as and when they drop and access to the entire back catalogue of Teapots content, but do not stop there. Please subscribe to the Teapots Collective. Over there you get all the extra stuff that I do. Shows like Where to Begin With, Opera Omnia, Doing the Nasty and Chronicle as well as their archives as well. At a touch of your fingertips, ladies and gents. Subscribing to both those feeds is the best way to support what I do under the stairs. Let's put it this way. That's one way of doing things. How about jump across to the website as well? All the shows are over there. Links to all of them. Easily, you know, you can navigate through them with ease. But there's a special little hidden show on that website, teapotscast.com. It's called Jaws is Shite and Other Regrettable Outbursts. It's a booze-based banter podcast featuring myself, The Baz, and Scott and Liam from Scott and Liam vs. Evil. If you like your podcast drunken full of regret about terrible life choices, weird news stories from around the globe, and also your listener emails read out on air, then Jaws is Shite is the podcast for you. Episodes drop typically monthly. At the moment, we're on a slight hiatus, but there's a back catalogue of about five episodes, which will make you laugh, cringe, and, you know, also look at your device in disgust in equal measure. Jaws is Shite and other regrettable outbursts exclusively available at teapotscast.com. Dot com. If you're on Facebook, why not interact with us over there? Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash teapotscast for the podcast under the stairs. Facebook.com forward slash teapotscast for the teapots collective. And Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash a regrettable pod for Jaws of Shite and other regrettable outbursts. If you don't use Facebook and you're one of those folks that likes the twin prongs or social media sexness, Instagram and Twitter, then you can interact with myself and Baz over there. Both can be followed at TeaputsCast. The podcast under the stairs returns tomorrow. I know it'll be, well, this will be the 15th consecutive day we've released a podcast, maybe the 16th which just is exhausting, but ah, fuck it. Uh, we'll return with a extra long Baz Oh, ween for you guys. It's the second installment of the five-part series, looking at the Final Destination franchise, which means we're doing Final Destination 2. The feature we are running beside it is Let the Right One In from 2008. 
and I will be back filling up your ear holes tomorrow with the Baz. So until then, whatever you are, what the time zone is and what you're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from under the stairs and I am signing off.